You are listening to The Political Periscope, a weekly podcast brought to you by Radio WNET. Interviews on international politics, security, geopolitics, economy and more, every Thursday at 7pm. Today's guest of The Political Periscope is Talis Linkaitz, since 2019 the Minister of Transport of the Republic of Latvia. Political Periscope. Coming here to the ministry, I've seen that uh, you can personally supervise the building of uh, Rail Baltica. Uh, yes, the Rail Baltica project is uh, the biggest infrastructure project here in Latvia, and uh, we already have started the construction works, as you rightly noticed. Uh, here in front of the ministry is uh, Riga Central Station located, uh, and uh, the plan is uh, to rebuild the central station in order to uh, have not only existing 1520 network, but also 1435 network. Throughout the the country. Uh, we have started uh, design works. Uh, uh, we have started uh, construction not only here in Riga Center, but also in Riga Airport uh, construction works. Uh, and uh, uh, our plan is to start building the main line next year. And what's the main purpose? Because, well, there are three countries, uh, Baltic states, and you need to transport something from something from somewhere to somewhere. Yeah, I think uh, initially the idea of uh, creating Rail Baltic uh, railway line was simply to connect our countries. Uh, uh, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania was uh, Central and Eastern Europe. Uh, historically, there used to be a train uh, and and a rail network uh, before the Second World War. It was uh, through uh, Königsberg or Kaliningrad. And uh, we had a n- nice night train uh, uh, which uh, was uh, running from Riga to Berlin. Uh, now, of course, the uh, geopolitical situation is different. Uh, Geographic uh, shows that uh, we need uh, um, connectivity and uh, uh, even uh, before all, all, uh, all changes uh, with, with Russia and Belarus, we noticed that uh, uh, we are missing this, this uh, strong uh, railway link. Because of that, uh, our goods are much more expensive uh, to be transported to to central and western europe and also uh, importing uh, was was mo- much more expensive um, nowadays when we see the russian aggression in ukraine uh, we uh, think that uh, uh, the current the, the previous uh, directions of uh, uh, cargo flows uh, were drastically changed. We used to have this east-west uh, uh, connectivity, uh, but now uh, with with the war in Ukraine, uh, most of uh, goods are being transported uh, um, north-south direction. We have to import raw materials. Uh, we have to import uh, final goods. Uh, 
from different sources as we used to. And uh, for that, uh, uh, the connect connection, railway connection, stable railway connection is, is uh, crucial. Uh, and, of course, it has also strategically and military importance to ensure that our uh, friends and allies uh, manage to get to these countries uh, as soon as, as possible uh, in case of any uh, danger. This time, uh, railway to Berlin via Warsaw? Yeah, this time uh, we would like to connect uh, us with, with uh, Warsaw and then further to, uh, to Berlin. Uh, we've seen um, a lot of uh, railway and road development in Poland that helps us to to to, uh, to be connected with Europe. Uh, and uh, here also in the Robotica project, we are working closely with our friends in Poland. I would say that uh, it's also a challenge for Polish railways uh, to build the, the last uh, mile uh, from Belostok, uh, Suwalki and, and further to Lithuania because it, it's quite a costly exercise and, and there are nature 2,000 territories and different other challenges. But uh, we are very thankful that, that the Polish side is committed uh, to uh, build this railway line a good, good uh, European quality. We drove uh, through Lithuania and uh, through Latvia. Before in May, we also drove through Latvia twice, actually. And you have really good roads, unlike your neighbors. How do you do it? Well, if you ask Latvians about the roads and the quality, you would uh, hear a different answer. Uh, we look at our neighbors with some envy and, and see that uh, that uh, the expressways and motorways are being more developed in, in during last 10-15 uh, years in Lithuania rather than in Latvia. But we are catching up. We are building the ring road uh, around the Riga uh, metropolitan area. We are building uh, Via Baltica new uh, expressway. Uh, 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 to, towards Lithuania, uh, and it's uh, it's very simple because of increase of trade between our countries, both the the, the human uh, flows and also uh, cargo flows are increasing in this north south direction, and we are interested in having. Quality of uh, connectivity with with uh, uh, Lithuania and Poland. Via Baltica will connect to Via Carpatia. What do you think about this huge project? When when I first uh, heard it. The, the project idea from my colleague Andrzej Adamczyk, uh, I was uh, a bit skeptical about it uh, um, because at that time um, there were uh, many competing uh, different uh, corridors that had to be developed in Europe. But now, taking into account the war in Ukraine and taking into account uh, uh, the the hostile attitude in Belarus and Russia against our countries. I think this was a very wise idea to develop route uh, that links Baltic Sea and uh, Adriatic Sea. This is uh, the project that will help also connect us, Latvia, with uh, 
the countries like Romania, Greece, and so on. You've mentioned war mm, here in Riga. Un- unlike Lithuania, their their main port is not in the capital. Here you have the main port uh, of your country here in Riga. Mm, but the port had some difficult time recently. Um, now, first COVID-19 and uh, restrictions, then uh, war. How did it affect the work of the port? Already uh, several years we had been preparing for decrease in, in uh, east-west uh, transit. Uh, we saw that uh, Russia is more concentrating on developing their own port uh, facilities uh, and therefore we were uh, already looking for alternatives, for alternative uh, cargo flows, transit flows from Central Asia. Uh, but with the war, uh, the situation has changed. In general, transport sector in Latvia, similarly, I believe, to Poland, has been severely affected. It's not only the port system, but also the railways, aviation. Uh, We have lost uh, transit uh, overflight uh, uh, from Europe to Asia uh, because of uh, sanctions and because of uh, Russian aggression. And... uh, In these uh, quite challenging times, uh, our ports are looking for alternative uh, cargo flows, and I'm very glad that there is a cooperation between Latvian ports and Polish ports. We have uh, already feeder route, uh, uh, container route from uh, Liepaja to Gdańsk. Uh, we have uh, now cooperation uh, with uh, Polish ports regarding uh, uh, coal uh, shipments. Uh, and, uh, of course, we are now importing more uh, raw materials via ports uh, to Latvia and to our neighboring countries, those that are being substituted from imports from Russia. Also, the transport on the north-south uh, axis can be helped in a big degree, I think, um, with uh, building of the tunnel from Helsinki to Tallinn. Do you believe in this initiative? I like uh, this initiative. It's very attractive. I think uh, we have to look at as a visionary uh, proposal. Um, Whether it will materialize or not, uh, it will depend on the success of uh, Rail Baltica line itself. We have to first build the main line and ensure that this main line is being uh, uh, effectively and heavily used for, for cargo traffic, for passenger traffic, also extending this traffic to Finland. If there is, and the, there is uh, uh, enough uh, Uh, flow of both cargo and passengers, then the economic justification of such project uh, might make sense. What is more important for Latvia? Cooperation within Free Seas Initiative or cooperation within the Baltic Sea region? I don't uh, mix uh, or, or, or separate these issues. I think uh, for our Baltic uh, see countries, uh, the cooperation with our neighbors, it's uh, natural, 
and uh, now nowadays we have uh, very similar fate and very similar um, situation but at the same time we cannot uh, grow as economies if we uh, stay uh, within our borders we have to look much wider and see these the opportunities that are uh, erasing from uh, cooperation with with a larger network of uh, countries here around the europe is there anything from FRISIS initiative or FRISIS fund that can help in those projects? We highly evaluate the cooperation that we have within the 3CG initiative. Uh, now we uh, see it as a source for experience, uh, sharing experience, a source for additional funding for our projects uh, and source for um, maybe developing new ideas how how our transport uh, sectors uh, can cooperate uh, in particular we are interested in additional funding and additional attracting private investors for Rail Baltica project uh, here in Latvia we are developing uh, multimodal uh, cargo terminal in Salaspils connected to Rail Baltica uh, line uh, and the, this terminal will be one of the first uh, objects being built within the uh, mainline project and uh, we are open to different private investors uh, coming into the terminal uh, starting operations and we are open to uh, funds and, and financial uh, institutions uh, supporting us in the development of this uh, multimodal terminal. A few years ago, Europe was thinking, especially Central Europe, was thinking about uh, closer cooperation with China in this uh, Belt and Road Initiative or so-called New Silk Road. Um, but recently, Latvia followed the example of Lithuania and uh, quit the 17 or this time 16 plus one format uh, we have an uh, very good bilateral relations with uh, China uh, we have uh, uh, cargo flows coming from China and it's simply natural that Europe uh, uses a lot of uh, goods produced in China and also different materials but at the same time we uh, look for uh, most uh, um, suitable uh, frameworks for, for the cooperation and at this time we see that bilateral cooperation can be more fruitful than having different formats which might have not only economic uh, uh, background but also some political uh, uh, requirements that might not uh, be in interests of our country. Do you think that Ukrainian, Russian, Turkey agreement on export of grain is sustainable and it will really help? I think the most sustainable situation would be if war is being ended and Russia withdraw from the Ukrainian territory. That is a sustainable solution. Any other solution is simply... Uh, 
uh, intermediate solution how we uh, can uh, ensure the food delivery for our uh, citizens in, in the world and also how we can help uh, to maintain Ukrainian economy. Uh, we have also been in touch with our colleagues in Ukraine, uh, ensuring that some of uh, uh, food products uh, produced in Ukraine are being exported via Latvian ports. But of course, geography uh, is <laughs> a matter of, uh, of, of a challenge because the, the, the long way from Ukraine via Poland, then via Lithuania to, to Latvian ports is, is the one which makes uh, the shipments uh, quite uh, difficult. So I appreciate that the solution is being made for Ukrainians to export their production and to ensure that the current harvest is, is taking place and there is a place where, where to store new, uh, new harvest. But uh, any such solutions are just temporary um, settings uh, that does not uh, ensure peace and stability in Europe. Last question. I, I have it. Uh, I had it, but uh, you've mentioned not only cargo, but also uh, personal, like people's flow. And uh, how do you think that possible a possible ban of visas, Schengen visas for Russians can affect this uh, people's flow in, in Latvia? Uh, we already seen since the uh, COVID uh, pandemic that a uh, uh, number of uh, tourists uh, from Russia and Belarus had been uh, decreased almost to zero. And during these recent years, uh, our hospitality sector has uh, has uh, also used uh, not to count these these tourists anymore. And with with the war. In, uh, in Ukraine, I don't see any reason why uh, those who support such a war should freely travel all around the Europe. I simply don't, don't see this justification. It's not any human right. It's, 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 it's a cooperation between two countries to allow uh, travel citizens from each of other. Uh, of course, uh, Russia is our neighbor. And there is a neighbor uh, uh, cross-border cooperation and cross-border traffic uh, just to see the relatives on the other side of the border. But, uh, but I don't see justification for, for uh, uh, tourism flow now in Europe. Uh, they, they could go to, uh, to other places and enjoy a nice uh, su summer season. Thank you very much. This was The Political Periscope. The podcast is released every Thursday at 7 p.m. 